You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Robot Von Dobot. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? Having a little bit of a case of the Mondays, Rich. Oh, but do you love lasagna? I do. I do do love lasagna. All right. So it's not all bad. It's not all bad. I was going to ask you if you were having a good uh, Thrace de Mayo. Uh, it's no? like any other day. It's like Groundhog Day these days, you know? I got my, marg- I got my margarita going. You get a margarita there? Look at you. Look at you. I said, why not? I'll treat myself, you know? Yeah. It's my week, which just is a great time to be had by and all. And Star Wars Day tomorrow. Star Wars Day fucking tomorrow. You doing anything special? Um, Just making a lot of jokes. Yeah. Just making a lot of jokes about May the Fourth, you know. May the Fourth be with you as well, Ryan. Right? I don't May have anything fourth. big planned. I celebrate privately though, so that's good. Yeah, just mm-hmm. because you never know who's into it, who isn't. You don't want right. to see anybody out there. It's an excuse to wear my droid costume. You know my three <laughs> PO outfit in the, in the bedroom. Yeah, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, speaking of uh, my wife, one when I tried having her watch Star Wars years ago. Uh, we were watching the first one, episode four, Ryan. But yeah, first- New Hope. I got. I I know what you mean by the first one. Yeah, I thought I'd. You know, she'd never seen any of them, which I thought was ludicrous. So I'm like, let's watch it. I, I may have told the story before, but I'll tell it again. Really, it's a it's a quick anecdote, and we're watching it, and you know how it's a lot of R two D two and C three PO on Tatooine, and she, yes, you know, yes. I remember the story. Now. Yes, and there's a lot of dialogue between the two characters. Yes, and I believe her quote was something in the range of. Is it just robots in the sand? I'm like, well, <laughs> they're droids, and we can shut it off now. We can shut it off now. Similarly, worked. before my wife and I met, she was not aware that the Lord of the Rings was a trilogy mm. and was very disappointed at the end of Fellowship of the Ring, where she described this a, a same thing. So it's just just walking for oh. two hours. Oh, how about that? Yeah. It was a bit of a journey. It was a, you know, an unexpected journey, as it were. But had to do it. The fact of the matter is, she did not know or was not told that it was part of a trilogy of movies, Mm. and just thought it was just one. And then it just that movie just ends. It's several movies. It's several movies, and yeah, then it's over. But (laughs) it's twelve hours of your life that you're not going to get back. Yeah, we have a pardon my French fuck ton to get to. Oh my god, let's do it. It 
looks like we scared some people in the chat. We're, did we not start when it's supposed to start? Did we jump in halfway through? Can, please explain. Please elaborate. To yeah, me someone said scared the shit out of me. Yeah, some guy said we just started with lasagna jokes. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Maybe maybe we screwed up the audio. I don't think I don't we know. did because I, thought, I don't know. I I, th- I I hit the button when it said play live, but you guys can fill us in on that. Ryan, crazy Marvel news today. Oh my god! Well, yeah, we tweeted this bad boy out at Dork Podcast, and uh, Marvel had. About a three-minute video. I'm sure you guys have all seen it by now. If not, go back and check it out. And they're just talking about, you know, how strong people are and, you know, getting to the movies and stuff like that. And they're showing all these old clips from old Marvel movies. And then they just started ramping it up. And they have, like, a few new scenes from some of the upcoming movies. And next thing you know, they just start rapid fire with all of the upcoming movies in the MCU. Phase four. This is what we're looking at. Uh, some of these we already knew. Some of these we added a little detail to. So we have Black Widow in July. Then uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings in September. Eternals, November. Spider-Man No Way Home, December. Jump to 2022. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in March. Thor, Love and Thunder in May. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever in July of 2022. That's a new title. We didn't know that. The Marvels, November 11th, 2022. That is uh, the Captain Marvel 2. So that's a name we didn't know. Uh, then Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, February of 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, May 5th, 2023. So we're almost exactly two years away from Guardians 3. And then Fantastic Four doesn't have a date. But what, Ryan, out of all of that, what was your big takeaway? The big takeaway that they're, they're we're in good hands, that the plan is there. Now, we know that all of these stories are somehow going to intertwine with one another, leading to something bigger. Um, now that we, the Fantastic Four has been announced, do they start showing up other places is, the, is my big question. I feel like they've done that before, and it might just be end credits. It might, or it might just be teasing. I don't think you're going to have like Reed Richards in a movie first, but you did with Spider-Man. Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Black Panther actually both, now that I say this, popped up in Civil War, then got their own movies. But when they first started building the universe back in like the phase one, mm-hmm. it was more like Nick Fury kind of like boom, boom, boom. Pop. Or like mention, mentioning yeah. people or whatever. The one thing that I did not see that I was surprised, no Blade. Well, isn't, oh yeah. Yeah, they didn't throw Blade in there. No Blade. Yeah, we know Mahershala Ali said he's Blade, but yeah, they no said he's Blade. They like, like introduced him as Blade, didn't they? Mm, yeah, oh yeah, they did. They had, had like one of the Marvel events or the yeah. Disney. Remember the big Disney thing that they had? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that one's interesting. I I thought the Black Panther Wakanda Forever is a great name. That's that just, is a great um, name. That is a great name. name. And I hope hopefully, I want some Namor there. I want yeah. those. I want the Namor Submariners. Namor would be good. Mm-hmm. I just think what a ridiculous stretch. Uh, when, starting in December, you go Spider-Man, Doctor Strange 2, Thor 4, and then Black Panther 2. So we're going, I, I mean, we got to be doing, we're intergalactic, like the Beastie Boys, and interdimensional. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're, this is no crazy. Stone, no stone unturned. No infinity stone unturned. Oh, there it is. There, and that's why it works. That should be their new motto. Yeah. Kevin Feige. Speaking of Kevin Feige, how about this? And let me know how you feel about this. This is the whole idea of the podcast to share our feelings. Benedict Cumberbatch Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. or Benedict uh, Flapperjacks, who is the benefit doc- lumberjacks. <laughs> that was the best one. Benefit yeah. lumberjacks. Uh, Doctor Strange to the layman. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be in WandaVision, and it was revealed. It was going to be revealed in the finale that those commercials that we saw and we analyzed with a fine tooth comb that he was sending her messages through those commercials. But then Kevin Feige thought, well, we don't want to like overshadow Wanda. So they caught him out of the finale. So rather than explaining stuff that we put in, let's not do that. Oh, what the fuck, man? This has, this has notes of Zack Snyder and I don't like it. This is, this is rare. But we got to call him out when it happens. This is an absolute disaster by Kevin Feige. And I would, again, I don't love to do this to him. Oh, you're going to do it. Do it. I'm going to have to kindly tell him to. No. No. What? All right. Have it back. Have it back. Yeah. Start over. Kevin Feige. Get the fuck out of here. Sorry. Like that would have made so much sense. And it like. would have been awesome. Five seconds of screen time is all you needed. All you needed. I actually think what he did was it's also insulting to Wanda or Elizabeth Olsen, because if you think that that would have uh, knocked her off like the pedestal or like mm-hmm. you're wrong, she was such a powerhouse in that show that just having Dr. Strange in for five minutes to explain the thing and to tie in the universe and all that stuff. Cause what were, what were the big questions after WandaVision? What, like what were those commercials again? And why not have Doctor Strange? How is Doctor Strange not involved in this? And or how does he not know this is going on right now? Like, where is he? Like, where that? Where the shit is he? Not not only that, but like, wouldn't you think if Agatha or Agnes was around, that he would know about it? Yes. As the Sorcerer Supreme, like if she was pulling some shit, he would know. Oh yeah, I, I, I gotta have eyes on those people. Yeah, it's it's one of the missteps. It's one of those things. It's similar to in Marvel Netflix. You're like, all right, if you're gonna have you're going to say you're in this universe. And this is what's the problem with all uh, superhero universes is once you open the door up to multiple heroes, then something can only get so big without the other one showing up or right. at least getting involved or whatever else. And it's one thing like they did a pretty good job with Captain Marvel. Like that made sense. Her, her movie takes place in the nineties. She's not around. That's because she's everywhere. She's not mm-hmm. on Earth, So I get it. But if you're in New York, and New York is burning, and there's a there's like a big light to the outer space. You might pop your head out. Uh, hey, 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 what are we doing over there? What's going on there? Okay, yeah. But so that was I. I read that today, and I was like, come on, that's bullshit. They should have done that. They should have done that. Is right because it also sets up the fact that those two are gonna. I, I believe her to be the villain in Multiverse of Madness. I hope she not is. so much a villain, but someone who is doing something not supposed to do and. Stephen Strange has to step in and talk some sense into her. I would like that very much. I would love that very much. I would I would care for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, uh, Game of Thrones, the prequel, House of the Dragon, is currently in production, and it is set for a 2022 release on HBO Max. On a scale of one to six, how excited are you? Six being you can't hide your erection. <laughs> I am a flaccid three on this. All right. So you're still soft, but it's it's not hiding. It does that thing where it kind of jumps a little bit. <laughs> the that's, flutter. 
That's gross, right? That you're gross. You stop it. This is a family podcast. This is a family podcast. You disgust me. Yeah, I don't know. And this is gonna be like all Targaryens. This is gonna be just like white Targaryens. Do I do I care? Do I do I want to get hurt again? You know, I think. Am I ready? Is there has it been enough time? Has enough time passed for that dump? But I think you loved it so much at one point, and I was very frustrated with the finale. Well, final season. Final season. Yeah. Final whole season wasn't the finale. It was the whole season. I don't know, but like, I don't think the two dickheads that were in charge of it are in charge of this. I don't believe. So that gives me faith. And people, they're making this knowing what the reaction was to the final finale, final season. I you know what I'm saying? But this is a, so this is a prequel series too. Now, how far this goes back to the Mad King? Are we going back that far? I think it's even way before that. Okay. I think it's like no connection to that. I don't think so. I think it's way earlier, way, 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 way earlier. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get Chime on sometime. He can break it down for us. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, DC Fandom is getting another go around. Uh, October sixteenth will be the second Fandom. They pulled it off last year. Pretty entertaining. It was great. It was great. The I whole like game thing they did was awesome. And then um, obviously they did their like full slate of movies and all that stuff. So it was it was actually very good. I enjoyed that, and I hopefully. Uh, just get some entertainment back in the houses, you know? I feel like we're starting to build momentum towards yeah. normal again, which is nice. I think so, too. Some some live events or whatever you're probably going to have. But the uh, fandom, last year, one of the highlights of it was uh, The Rock, as he was, like, really hyping people up about Black Adam and how DC was going to take a turn. And uh, we actually have a quote from The Rock as Black Adam at last DC fandom. I bring it. So very pumped. And excited to go. I have some other DC news for you, Ryan. Vincent Kartheiser has been cast as Dr. Jonathan Crane, aka Scarecrow, in season three of Titans. This is a guy who we all know, but you would not know his name. Yes, he- I don't know his name, but I saw him and I knew exactly who he was, but I did not know that was his name. And it's so funny to me that I didn't know his name. So he, of course, is. Allison Bree's husband from Mad Men. He's also, if you didn't watch Mad Men, he's the not great Bob gif of yes. like him in the elevator. He's got yeah. like a young face, but like a weird hairline. And he's he did in Mad Men. He's, his hairline actually is normal, but they fattened him up a little bit and gave him a weird hairline. But he's he was like a little fucking weasel in that show. And I forget his name on the show. Such a weasel. But it's kind of a sneaky good casting. I love it, actually. I think he's going to be really good. And I... I kind of like that show. I've watched every episode. It's all on HBO Max right now. First, so I got to get on that. I, I need a new show, and I think it's going to be Titans. So one thing I'll say with you specifically, there are th- you might get frustrated because there are certain things that you're like, how come you didn't <laughs> like they don't might not answer every single thing they do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're my piece of you know me too well to be like, well, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I'm like, it's one of those shows where he's like, just move on to the next thing. There's or why lots- don't you just tell nope. Batman? And he'll take care of it. And they're like, no, no. we're just going to. Uh, Hash King said, yeah, Pete. Pete was his name. Pete, Pete Kate. Campbell. I think it was Pete, Pete Campbell. Campbell. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Titans is their sweet superhero action. And it's kind of similar to the CW shows where they're just like open the vault for like DC characters. Mm-hmm. Like that so guy- you have Red Hood and Nightwing, right? Yeah. And so it starts out with. Nightwing, uh, he's actually Robin, I think, in the, at the beginning, and then he's transitioning, and then you have the other. So then Jason Todd is Robin. So we've only seen him as Robin, but we're <sighs> three. He'll be Red Hood. 
Nice. So I don't know if they're going to kill him first or what, but ah, anyway. they should probably kill him first because that's, that's I'm going to have a problem with that. I for sure would too because that's the sweetest thing. And there's like yep. different backstories with him too. I hope they go the Talia Al Ghul route, throw him in the Lazarus pit, have him come out, psychopath. Love it. Love it. Love, love it. it. Love it. Love it. And uh, yeah. Uh, also, not on that show, but another DC news Finn Whitrock, another guy you might not be super familiar with, but that's a strong name. Mm-hmm. He has been cast as Guy Gardner in the Green Lantern HBO Max series. So this guy, he was he's been in like half of the American Horror Stories, and he was also in Ratchet, the Nurse Ratchet show that was on that. Ryan Murphy guy is what you're saying. He has a stable of. He is a Ryan Murphy guy. You've you, yeah. you'd recognize him if you saw him. But there was a big pushback because he got cast as Guy Gardner. We knew there was going to be a Green Lantern series, but everybody was hoping for John Stewart, and they ended up getting Guy Gardner. I yeah yeah I, I was hoping for John Stewart because John Stewart was supposed to be in. Justice League. He's supposed to be in the Snyderverse. They yeah. filmed the they filmed the goddamn guy doing it. <sighs> Sucks. Sucks. Yeah, have been in that. Uh, Finn Whitrock. Yeah. His real oh. name is Peter, by the way, from Lenox, Massachusetts. Where's Lenox? Lenox is by Stockbridge. It's right where where I used to live in uh, Salisbury, Connecticut. It's right by um, Stockbridge, Great Barrington, Lee, that area. I can't confirm or deny. All right. I can confirm that. Okay. Uh, it's right outside of Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Oh, Pittsfield. Yeah. 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 You're heading out towards New York area there. Yep. So yeah, it's yeah. right on the border of New York and Connecticut. Very nice. Yep. A uh, friend of the podcast, Josh Deering, hometown of Pittsfield. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, let's see. Mayor of Easttown had their third episode of seven last night. Ryan, have you watched it anymore? Oh, don't say a word. I, I, I love this show. I love the first episode. I'm going to probably watch episode two after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was all in on uh, the, du, the, the du jour today. This yeah. Weekend, so. And so this will be a standalone episode. This is awesome. This has the broad church, true detective-ish type vibes to it. I'm digging it. I'm and like, all the all the weird Delco accent, Delco accent, motor oil, mortar oil. I can't do it. Overdose. Every- <laughs> wow, that's nothing to joke about. So it's not, but they say that in the show. That, oh, she, you know, yeah, yeah, she yeah, overdosed. I got it. Yeah, we mentioned earlier that Star Wars Day is tomorrow, or for many of you listening to this, it is today. So happy Star Wars Day, uh, May the Fourth be with you. And that also means we get the series premiere of The Bad Batch. They released a trailer today, all these character posters. We tweeted all that out at Dork Podcast. The Bad Batch. So it's not normally going to be a Tuesday show, obviously, but they're doing the premiere Tuesday. And then it's going to be a Friday show like all these other Disney Plus shows. But I'm excited, man. Clone Wars is good. Rebels is good. Anything with Filoni. And I don't know how much he's involved in Bad Batch or not, but obviously he created them. So hopefully he has some say, you know. Awesome. I, I, and I'll tell you, some of the clones in Clone Wars weren't my favorite characters. Like some of the wreck stuff, I was like, ah, can we circle back to Sokotano, please? Yeah. Or, you know, or the wreck stuff was kind of like, eh. But when these guys showed up, it was like must see TV. A hundred percent. Bad Batch is sick. So I am looking forward to this. And so we'll do. We won't do like a mid-season like we did with uh, WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier, but we'll do an end season on this. So watch oh, for sure. Bad Batch. Ryan, a ton of movies are out right now. Oh, oh. and one of them that I saw this weekend is awesome. <laughs> 
I think I know what it's going to be. Is it your pick of the podcast? Because I can save it. Uh, no, it's not actually. Okay. But yeah. So this was crazy. Like, all of a sudden, both new movies and then some old movies that are now available just like got flooded with it. So I'm still like way backed up. I have not seen the new Michael B. Jordan movie yet. I know Neither have I. I haven't gotten. I haven't had time. The NFL draft. There's like mm-hmm. Celtics games. Obviously, the Red Sox don't stop playing. The Bruins. Um, I, it just flooded with stuff. But without remorse is on Amazon Prime. That's the new Michael B. Jordan movie. That's out. There's a movie on Netflix called Stowaway, which stars Tony Collette, who I love. Mm-hmm. I think. I think if I only had like three or four like actresses that you'd be like, oh, that's your girl. I kind of want Tony Collette to be one of them. Is that okay? Can I get dibs? Yeah, you get dibs. Yeah, absolutely. I think Tony Collette, Zoe Saldana, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I'll come up with another one. How what much is like, a stable? Oh, there's your girl. What? How much is a stable? What do you think? Four or five? Five. I think five is five. A, All right. Yeah. So I'll think about that. Michael B. Jordan, but we can separate. Maybe do, we can do dudes and ladies. I got Tom Hardy. Yep. 100% you have Tom Hardy. I knew that. Uh, so Stowaway, I actually watched this. And so it's Tony Collette, Anna Kendrick, and it's a group going to Mars and they have issues. There's three, <laughs> there's three people going to Mars and then you're going to have problems. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you're going to have problems just like everything else, but stay positive and stay strong because Ryan, let me just say this. And I don't even think it's a spoiler because I think it's in the plot. There were supposed to be three people going to Mars. There was actually four. Ooh. But it's very sciencey, and it's not worth a standalone episode. But it's Fair worth. They say it's a lot worth, of words. It's worth a ten minute discussion. They say words like quantum a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. Scotty or Scotty? No, Scotty. Scotty. Yeah. So Stowaway is an interesting watch if you like trips to outer space and people in astronaut suits. And the one who's not supposed to be there. Hence the name of the movie. Somebody was a stowaway. You've, mm-hmm. you've already cracked it. I've cracked it. Uh, one that you have seen, I have like 30 minutes left. The Mitchells versus the Machines. It's This movie's fucking great. It's great. It's the guys who did Spider-Verse, right? They produced it. Um, the animation is cool. It's legitimately funny at times. The voice acting cast is incredible. Um, yeah, Danny like, McBride, Maya Rudolph. Uh, the girl, I forget her name, Abby Jacobson from Broad City. Um, the guy who directed it actually voices the little brother. Then you have Beck Bennett, Fred Armisen, um, Conan O'Brien, like to just oh, yeah, all yeah. these people. And it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's fun. a funny movie. Um, like I sat, so I was cleaning up and my wife was watching it with the girls and I was like, what are you guys watching? They're like, oh, they're watching. They were like five minutes into it. And I'm like, all right, I'll watch a couple minutes just to see how it is. And I watched the whole movie. Like I stopped what I was doing and watched the whole movie. I don't blame you at all. This is one where I, I've seen a bunch recently or not recently, last couple of years, like soul and onward and inside out. And some of these ones that I didn't really like particularly any of those ones, or I certainly didn't love any of them. Mm -hmm. And then this is what I think those were trying to be, at least for yeah. me, like for me. Like I, I was finding myself like really liking it, but it's also like it's easy for kids. I think if you're a parent, you're really gonna like it in this in a different way. Uh, also, if you're a dog for, lover, you love little stupid dogs. 
Munchie the dog. Stupid dog sells. I can watch stupid dog stuff all day long. But then also how topical it is with the electronics and how everybody is just mm-hmm. like obsessed with their phones. Like I great. So I, I can't wait to finish. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, that's great. Yep. Uh, and then a movie I also haven't seen yet, but on HBO Max just came out this weekend is Christopher Nolan's Tenet. So I'll mm-hmm. finally get a chance to see that sometime. This I finally get to watch it. All right. So yes, yeah, so you haven't seen it either. I have not, but I plan on watching it this week. Ryan, should we get to everybody's favorite game show? Let's do it. I got a surprise for you. Too. Should I have bought this? That is the game where you, the listener, send us, the podcast hosts, an email to dorkpodcast at gmail.com with something that you bought, how much it cost, and if you'd like a brief story or description, that helps. And Ryan and I will say either yes, you should have bought it, or no. And if it's unanimous, Ryan, you will hear this. This is how we do it. If it's a no, you'll hear this. Get the fuck out of here. And of course, if it's split between me and Davey, we will immediately look to the current YouTube chat. We stream these episodes every Monday night on our YouTube channel. And uh, whatever the majority says in the chat, that will break the tie. Before we get to this week's Should I Have Bought This, we are going to do a Should I Have Bought This Revisited. Because Ryan, if you remember, last week we took a look at this beauty here. Yeah, uh, this is uh, from last week's episode, the Magneto helmet, a handmade Magneto helmet. Nick Fryer of the Dork Shared Universe, both the Change My Mind podcast and TLDR. He spent $90 on this and it wasn't me, but some some have called it an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> it wasn't me either. It wasn't I me. just said it was wonky. No, I liked it, but. We ultimately gave it a no, not just because of how mean the comments were about how shitty it was, but people did also say that it didn't look symmetrical. <laughs> Ryan, is this fair? Is this a fair uh, yeah, just, of last week? If you're looking at the picture as we are right now, it is clear that what would be his left side, so stage right, 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 is resting comfortably on the desk. Yeah. Meanwhile, stage left. <laughs> The right side of the helmet is completely off the desk. Okay. Yeah, you could fit of like fingers underneath it. Like this thing does not; it's not straight. No, I know. And I thought somebody made this though, and so I have a respect for that. Same. You know, my mom was an art teacher for many, 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 many years. I have a soft spot always for for art and the creation. But a lot of people did see the takeaway was um, that it was a hunk of shit. <laughs> use their phrase that we didn't say that that wasn't the language we used so fryer responded to us on we challenged him to put it on to see if it was actually crooked and a lot of people said no fucking way because if you look inside there's random uh foam foam. (laughs) so people didn't think that he could actually put it on right so i give you ryan this photo it's still fucking crooked. Well, I know, but he's wearing it. He is wearing it. It does at, fit him. At the very least, he's wearing it. Uh, All right, but look at this. So look, yeah. as I'm looking at it right now, so as the wonky side, so Nick Fryer's right side, if you look at the point where the eye thing comes in, almost in his eyeball. Touching his eye. It's almost touching his eyeball. The other side is well on his cheekbone. 
You so be, there's like a good inch difference there. So that's his left eye. And if you were if you were in a fight with him, yeah, you might not be able to read his mind, but you could easily get a spear in there. Or not only that, all yeah. I have to do is punch him on the right side of the face, and it'll drive that pointy yeah. part directly into his eyeball. Uh so I didn't even ask the question yet, but uh Ali says you're gonna poke your eye out, kid. John says it's an absolute piece of shit. Also the mask. <laughs> Josh in the chat says it actually looks worse on. <laughs> Kevin says it's crooked as fuck. <laughs> Ryan's gonna spill the Ryan, do you want to re-vote on this or do you already have you had your mind made up? And again, sure, let's, let's vote. Let's vote. Uh listen, I don't wanna it's I have a mind of my own, but I do kind of agree with what the chat is having to offer here. I wouldn't look Ryan. This was 90 American dollars too, on top of everything else. It's like 90 pesos. This thing is worth, but I'll, I'll take it. But uh, no, that's a no from me. Doug. Fuck out of here. Thank you very much, Nick. Uh, I, I, I am happy though, that he was able to follow up and sort of say, here's, here's what it looks like. <laughs> looks. It's not okay. So I will say this though. It's not as bad as I thought, but if you look like, in the magneto mask, like that's supposed, like the 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 mouthpiece is supposed to come like away from his face a little bit. His his mouth is like mushed, like in the thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, it's. I will say this. I will say this. The more I look at it, the more I hate it. Like initially, I was like, you know what, that's okay. And then the more I look at it, the more I hate it. All right, let's get to this week's. Uh, so that again, yeah, that was last. Wait, week. I have a I have a late entry. Oh, you do? I do. How do we feel about things that were bought for us? Well, we did one last week. Remember the Dave Chappelle tickets? And we said yes. Right. Okay. So uh, this literally just came across my desk. Literally. Right. It's sitting on my desk right now. So quick story. Uh, my nephew, who stays with me during the school year, had his national wrestling tournament in Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania this weekend. I, okay. My brother, his father, took him. Um, and the town immediately adjacent to Wilkes Bar is is it Wilkes Bar? Wilkes Bar? Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, Wilkes-Barre. They used Wilkes to. Have, yeah. That's where uh, they have an AHL affiliate. The, Penguin, the Penguins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, the town immediately adjacent to that, is Scranton, Pennsylvania. So my brother and my nephew, big Office fans, went to Cooper's and had dinner, the seafood place. How about that? And they went to the Steamtown Mall, which oh. is featured in the Office. And there at the Steamtown Mall, they purchased me. For twenty three dollars and some cents. Now with the tax, now with the tax, it goes over twenty five. Okay, you just saved it there. Yeah, now it's eligible. Yeah, my very own Dundee Award. This is how we do it. So I got a Dundee for best teacher. That's my favorite episode. So I'm going to give you a yes every there time. There it is right there. It's a it's an actual like little plastic trophy with a businessman on it, not a bowler. I did not get bushiest beaver, which I was hoping to get, but I got best teacher. So <laughs> uh, no, that's good. I feel God in this podcast tonight. I got my very own Dundee. So there we go. Right, so that's just a, yeah. over $25. I like it. All right. This mm -hmm. one's way over $25, Ryan. Let's go back to the picture here. Oop, I'm an idiot. All right. So as you can see. Why don't you describe this to the listener here? What I am looking at right now is what seems to be a pen and ink drawing of a singular page of a comic book, which looks to be some sort of original artwork or planned artwork for a comic book. 
100% right. This uh, entry comes in from Dan. This is original artwork from America or American Vampire. One of our favorites from Scott Snyder. This is issue one, page 10. He paid $250 for it. Issue one, page 10, original artwork from American Vampire, which I also think as soon as this show, and I know Snyder is like writing more of it now too. Like he came out with a black label. But there's a lot you can go back and watch it. It's one of the one of the comics that both me and Davey highly recommend to everybody. This, I feel like, once it becomes a TV show, which it has to at some point, yeah, or a series of movies, this will skyrocket in price. Don't you think? Oh God, yeah. And so, it's only I think the film rights have been purchased. Probably, I gotta check. But like, keep talking. Uh so I like it a lot. It's uh. I think it's pretty cool. Like if you're into this kind of stuff, right? Like, cause we had, we had people, uh, write in some like autograph stuff. We've gotten things like that. So it's kind of what you're into. $250 is obviously a pretty steep price, but this is a one of a kind. Like that part of it's cool. It's even better to me than an autograph. Cause an autograph is like, you got a bunch of those, right? Like there's a lot of people with like, okay, how, how do you know how many autographs there are? But this is only one person has, issue one page 10 of american vampire and it's dan right and that's and that yeah that's the original plan and it's not even like the like a page torn out of the comic this is like it looks like almost concept art yeah for that like the planning out stage of a comic book because you know as a comic book is written it's written in multiple stages so there's no words there's no it's just storyboards basically um and you can see i'm looking at it right now and it's actually fascinating because you can see um, with the you can see like almost like the brush strokes of, oh, yeah. of um and everything and it's it's actually really really cool and it looks like it's in really good condition. I personally not I would not spend two hundred and fifty dollars on on that, but um, I can see why you did, and I would say thumbs up from me. This is how we do it. All right, and that's how you play. Should I have bought this? So email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. We will answer the question, should I have bought this? Real quick, Dan also as part of his email threw in a quick question here. Mm-hmm. So let's answer the question quickly. He said, uh, if you have space in your Dragon Slayer, or it's hypothetical, you have space mm-hmm. in your Dragon Slayer or whatever Davy's counterpart is to it. You have a certain... The bullpen. Number. It's right there. Davy's bullpen. Right behind you. You can see it on the stream. He says, you are allowed to have uh, five arcade games. You could fit five arcade games and not the ones he said that can play like a thousand games. No, nope. five individual arcade games. What would you want? He also says if you wanted to turn it into an arcade, uh, pinball machine, skee ball, all that counts as well. But what would your five arcade games be? Okay, so I, I broke this down. I, I took this very seriously because this is kind of my my arena, right? So I figured I needed each type of game. So the game that my favorite stand-up arcade game of all time, as you know, is Street Fighter 2. Yes. That's a no-brainer. Yes. I would then go fourth control, fourth controller, side-scroller. I would go Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's a fucking good one. Then, sports game. NBA Jam. Same. 1B and NFL Blitz. Then, for my shooter... I'm going Time Crisis 2. Oh. 
And then, lastly, racing game, outrun. That's the All one right. if you were in the Ferrari with the chicken. If you crash it, she like yells at you. I like that. That's pretty good. I would go quickly uh, NBA Jam, Tekken, or you know whatever, uh, Tekken 2, 3, whatever they have. Yeah. Uh, one of those. I would go Mario Kart. It's kind of cheating because I'd want to get like two or three of them in there so people could play. You know what well, I'm I think if you got like Daytona, like you would have yeah, to get like four. Yeah. So I'll go, I'll go uh, Mario Kart, NBA Jam, Tekken. Uh, I'm going to go Ms. Pac-Man, just super okay. old school. And then, God, I have to have a gun game, don't I? Uh, do I, I want to one? Do I want to go Deer Hunter or do I want to go like House of the Dead? I'll say, I, I knew you were going to say House, House of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. I'll go House of the Dead. Yep. All right, sweet. That was a good question. It's time for Davey's video game minute. All right, Ron, what do you have? Well, just to kick flip off of that, to put a but what would be great is if you had House of the Dead and you had it on free play, so you could go with dual guns. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, there'd be you can't really do that in time crisis because you get a step on the thing. Right. But anyway, um, this portion of the podcast is always brought to you by powered by our friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code Ron Von D. Get yourself 20% off your purchase. Buy some soda. Featuring Richard, new flavor. Ooh, I think I'm going to say Dr. Bills. I'm not. No, you're not. I saw this. Strawberry cream. <laughs> they use some strawberry cream. They're doing all sorts of cool things at Wild Bills. Go to drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Let's get into it. So the main thing I want to talk about here, Richard, uh, a game came out Friday that I was very intrigued by. Impulse bought and is now the front runner for my favorite game of the year. And that game is Returnal. Now, it is a PlayStation exclusive. All right. Um, it is a roguelike game starring Gwendolyn Christie. She, uh, um, Captain Phasma yeah. or um, Lady of Brienne of Tarth. Brienne of Tarth, yeah. Um, who does a great job in the game. The th so this game, it's like Alien. So think of like Alien. But every I time you die, you go back to like your ship crash. And all of the level, the whole level is random, randomly generated. So it changes every time you die. Okay. So it's like that game, uh, like Dead Cells or a game like that that I had played before, where like once you die, you're dead and you mm -hmm. lose all your stuff. Um, there are some permanent upgrades and stuff like that. But people are bitch bitching about it because you can't save. Oh. You can't save your game. So you just go, like, it's a really long, it's supposed to be challenging. And what they do, so like once you beat the first boss, you get this key. And this key will basically let you skip kind of like the first level, right? So I'm on the second part of it right now. It's super challenging, but I want, why I like this game so much is because it's challenging, but it's accessible. And I hear a lot from people when talking about video games, talking about like the Souls games or talking about Bloodborne or any games like Sekiro or any of those games. And I'm just gonna like video games to me should offer a challenge, but should also be fun. Yeah. Those games like yeah. are not fun. No, for me, they're not at all either. Like my sweet spot is uh, the Batman Arkham games or Grand Theft Auto or Last of Us, all games that I didn't beat easily, but I beat them. And like, I was like, it was fun. Like I got, you know. when you figure stuff out, you're like, Oh, I'm smart. Like I could do right. this. You know, there's like a, there's a good feeling associated with it. Whereas Anybody who is like a hardcore player of anything like from 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 software like this, right. that's just like a joyless thing. 
So if you guys really like roguelikes, you guys like sci-fi and aliens and shooting laser guns. Um, and by the way, on the PlayStation 5, this game is gorgeous. I bet. 60 frames, ray tracing, minimal load times. This game is the shit. Right. It looks amazing. So please check out Returnal. Um, the stream, my stream is slowly returning. We did it. We did two last. So we're slowly building back. We're building towards the summer just in time for me to move and not have my console on me ever. <laughs> what month so, are you moving? June. So June. Oh, June. Shit. I'm Next moving. Month? I'm moving on a very significant day in my life, which is my birthday, which is a birthday of some significance this year. You have a yeah. Yep. I have a big birthday coming up. We won't. We shan't talk about it any further. But I'm actually Anyone. moving on my birthday. Um, and then we'll be essentially homeless for the next five weeks. So that'll be fun. So um, we'll have to figure out what to do with the podcast. I could. I am going to be in the great state of Massachusetts, so we could do it in studio if I'm fully vaccinated. Yeah, I don't know where you land on that, or where EI lands on that. I'm but there. yeah, I, uh, I don't think you're allowed in building. Actually, you might be if you're fully I'll vaccinated. Figure we'll, fi we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I am fully vaccinated. Work around. Um. So speaking of streams, there's something that has been happening on Twitch recently, Richard, and I don't know if you've been reading about this. There's a huge craze and they're starting to promote because the way Twitch's algorithm works, like the more people watching your thing, like you'll get promoted like on the main page. And one of the things that is like like hotcakes, it's selling like hotcakes these days are hot tub streams. I know exactly what you're talking about. I have no idea why this is allowed, how this is like Again, I mean, the, where does the censorship come into play and where does I, it? Because I don't know how many little kids are watching Twitch and watching these e-thoughts <laughs> in their thong bikini, the thong to thong bikinis there's, floating in a baby pool. There's this one girl who does, she's on there and mm -hmm. she does this. And I remember I was like sort of, I wouldn't say in on the ground floor, not of the fucking hot tub time machine, but of yeah. her sort of rise to popularity her name is Amarith. Amarith, yeah. Amarith or something like that. Yeah. So like five years ago, like four years ago, I probably followed her randomly on Twitter because she, this is when I first started playing Overwatch and she did like a diva cosplay. Right. Like, but it wasn't like crazy, like horny. It was just like a no. cosplay. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And whatever, just like, you know, click follow and you, just, you move on with your life. And then she probably had like, 10,000 followers or less. She's over a million now. Right. All she does is like these hot tub things and like all like whatever can be like whatever can still stay on Twitch without getting like put on you porn. So she, yeah, and she got banned briefly because she was on Twitch promoting her OnlyFans. So they banned uh, her for that. Now she's back. Yeah. And is she back like ever? <laughs> um and like she you said i mean she has too. like she she took off for in like the last three years yeah like like crazy and again she was like a like a middle of the road cosplayer like she would like do cosplay on her stream and like whatever and actually play video games like video games like she played like dance dance revolution like all that shit but like or not what's the other one just dance or whatever but yeah but she also played, like she also played like overwatch like she like right. it started out as like a gamer and then now it, she's probably like nah, i'm not making money like this right I and then, like we're like you got to figure if you're on the front page people are pissed like, because, you know, you sign on to Twitch, the very first thing you see is that. You're like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. And just the way the algorithm works, you know? So it's it's, uh, it's something to watch there. Now, I wonder if they're still selling the water in the pool. Remember oh, that the girls selling yeah. the, the tub water? Sure. 
Gross. For a buck. Um, the Resident Evil demo is out. Yeah. Resident Evil Village. Yeah, you play that? Scary. It's pretty good. Maybe. I haven't played it yet. No. Um, and one of my favorite games, not the best game, but one of my favorite games of last year, Bullets Per Minute BPM, or the game I played where you had to like do it to the beat. Um, like you had to, as a first person shooter, like Doom, but you had to like shoot to the beat. That's coming uh, out for Fire console one. this summer. Cool. So yeah. make sure you make sure you check out Bullets Per Minute. And that has been the Davies Video Game Minute, powered by our friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code Ron Von D. Get some soda, get some strawberry cream, get some Dr. Bills. Yes. Some. Come on, please. Mm -hmm. uh, Ryan, I got a question for you. What? <laughs> Y'all nope. ready for bisque? I do not want any of your hot tub water. Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. And today it is Invincible, an Amazon Prime show that ran for eight episodes. It's already been picked up for uh, seasons two and three based on the Robert Kirkman comic book. Of course, Kirkman's the guy who also created The Walking Dead. Uh, this is his latest version in the animated show on Amazon. We start, as we always do, with our movie and TV reviews. Spoiler free. Ryan, did you like it? I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. It was sick. What did you know about this property before watching it? I knew it was a... I knew... You had talked about it, yeah. Because we, when talking about The Walking Dead, you said there's another Robert Kirkman thing called Invincible that I just started reading. Yep, that's it. That's that's it. all I knew about it. Yeah, I and I didn't read much of it. And this is similar to The Walking Dead. There is like a million issues of this thing. Like this thing could go on forever if he wants it to. So I haven't even dug deep enough to really know all the similarities and differences. Actually, our buddy Nick Fryer. He could probably explain that to you. He's read way more of this than I have. You can yes. wear his Magneto helmet and tell you all about it if you want him to. But uh, yeah, I didn't know much about it. Cool concept. And it's funny because the the basis of it, it sounds very PG. And the fact that it's animated, we had a bunch of people tweet us like, hey, I watched this with my like seven-year-old and whoops. Like, <laughs> shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done that. Because also the animation in the in the show looks a lot like the comic does mm -hmm. and so that i kind of like and there's just like a million characters and it's really cool but the premise of a kid who doesn't have his powers his dad's a superhero his mom's a normal earthling and then he gets to high school boom he becomes a superhero and now he has to learn to be a superhero like just that on its own You're like oh that's a cute story and there's more there's, there's more than that there's, there's a whole more, lot more oh boy does that have that onion have many layers and they get stinky and i love so there's a lot of characters that you find yourself very interested in in this show the violence is also off the charts some of the best violent scenes that you probably could only truly pull off in an animated show i think if this was a live action show how difficult it would be to do some of the scenes i don't think you could even do right you just have to like be like ah we can't do this no and you remember how jarring Speaking of Game of Thrones, when the mountain crushed yeah. the Viper's skull. Yeah. And how like, oh my god, like holy shit. There's like a lot of jarring that. that was. There's a lot of that. Um, there's a lot of that <laughs> in this in this show. There's a lot of head squishing. It's crazy. I would say yeah. the what do you think is better, the comedy or the violence? I love the fact that they're kind of intertwined. Like yeah. I love the juxtaposition. I know that's a fucking douchey word to say, but oh. I love I oh. love having those side by side. Like you had these really goofy 
moments. You had these really heartfelt moments, and then you had these like super ultra violent moments mm -hmm. that seemed that were like it, it kind of because, like you said, the, the way it's drawn and the way the animation is, it's super glossy and a lot of color. It's not gritty at all. No. Um, and it's it's supposed to look like like an old school like eighties comic book that's like super squeaky clean and you know yeah. everything is and I love that about it. I I do too, and I I also yeah I think that the like the world that they're in is super cool. And the one comparison that has come up is uh, the other show that's on Amazon Prime is The Boys, yes. where. All right, it's not a Marvel property. It's not a DC property, but it is well aware of which characters are super famous and what characters have had a lot of success and have lived on. And so you can kind of parody those characters. Like the boys, especially like if you read the boys comic, it's it'd be hilarious just to do a show on which character is based off of that character and like mm -hmm. how like just a real comedic version of or just a more like gross version of in, in a lot of cases whereas this, this yeah. is a similar thing because it's like again just so invincible's father is superman like basically like omni-man right. is superman and the guardians of the globe are the justice league but it sounds like guardians of the galaxy but it's actually justice league and like there's a character that's like martian manhunter there's a character that's like the flash there's a character that's like batman like you go through it but you could tweak them all too. Like, and I and I love that like they have this just like open season for every character. Just enough to keep you out of court, right? And so there's like um <clears throat> there's a I forget he's he's called to he looks just like Batman. And the guy uh, Red Rush Darkwing. is Darkwing, and Red Rush is clearly the Flash. You have War Woman, who's clearly Wonder Woman. Like mm -hmm. <clears throat> and this is even like the Martian or something. Like they even call him like Martian Man. Martian Man. That's what I it was is. Like, um right on it. And what I love, and the similarity I draw between this, the Kirkman and Garth Ennis, is that the idea of what superheroes would really be like yeah. in the real world. Now, I say in the real world, but in a normal society. Like, I love the idea. And again, if you look at, you know, uh, The Boys, this, uh, even Watchmen or Injustice, like, what if Superman was a fucking prick? Mm -hmm. or what if he just didn't care anymore like right. what would that look like and what would that be like and i love the playing of the psychology of that and omni-man uh to me voiced by jk simmons which is incredible casting voice cast that guy could do anything oh he's awesome yeah um because he could be very funny but he'd also be very serious like he has so he brings it down and he's super serious um like if he just had dis complete disconnect from humanity yeah. Like what that would look like. I hope that was a little spoilery, but uh, sorry. J.K. Simmons is great in this. Yeah. And the voice cast, like real quick, this isn't even everybody. It's just it, for eight, this is eight episodes of TV. Mm -hmm. J.K. Simmons, Stephen Young, Sandra O, oh, Zachary Quinno, Ross Marquand, uh, Gillian Jacobs, Jason Manzukis, Lori Cohen, uh, Seneca Martin Green, Chad Coleman. These are all like Michael Cutlets, Lenny James. Those are all Walking Dead characters. Mm -hmm. Walking Dead would know those actors. Walt Goggins, Seth Rogen, Mahershala Ali, Ezra Miller, Andrew Reynolds, Zazie Beats, Mark Hamill, John Hamm, Sean Patrick Harris, Jonathan Gruff, Jonathan Roiland, and of course, Reginald Val Johnson as they go to Reginald Val Johnson High School. I thought he was dead. Turns I thought out Reginald Val Johnson was dead, but apparently he's not. Um, by the way, I don't really like Seth Rogen. I think he's annoying. And he was great. He's good in this. He's actually good in this. I'm not going to tell you what character he is if you haven't watched it yet, but he's he's great in this. 
You know it immediately when he opens his mouth. Is he one of the producers on this show? He or could no? Be because I think, yeah, he is. He's one. He and so he and his buddy Evan Goldberg are fucking just. They're living our dream, Ryan. They Absolutely. Are, like I don't want to be. I don't want to be in the show. I just want to produce the show. I want to be the one who's like, all right, this is how you have to do this. See, then you'd be Evan Goldberg because I would want to be in the show. So I, I don't want to be in the show. So these guys, no, but these guys. So not only did they like write super bad based on their life and like you know write all Seth Rogen's written a ton of shit, but then they are such comic book fans like you and I are that they brought Preacher to the screen, they brought the boys to the screen, they brought Invincible, well them and other guys. You know, mm-hmm. Kirkman, Kirkman had a lot of sway after the success of The Walking Dead, but it's like I feel like Seth Rogen likes the same kind of comics we do, which is a good sign. So th- if you read something that you like, chances are. Seth Rogen's going to try to make it into a show. So if he's listening, because I know he's listening right now, a big friend of the podcast, yeah. Seth Rogen, yeah. do American Vampire. Put it and on. Do it exactly how you did Preacher. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And cast Rich be... Keefe as uh, Skinner Sweet. <laughs> sold. I am absolutely <laughs> sold on that. I assume, Ryan, you would call this a must-watch? I think so. I mean, if you're listening to this right now and you haven't watched it yet, get off your duff yeah. and go watch this. It's on Amazon Prime. You have Prime anyway. If you don't have Amazon Prime, what are we even doing? You know. Oh, by the way, another one of the Robert Kirkman projects is, uh, or or a, a comic that he wrote for Image was called Outcast, and yeah, they, that was on TV. It on was on Cinemax. Cinemax, which was random. Yeah. They had a show, and I watched the first season and I liked it, but it's definitely not as good as Walking Dead or Invincible. But you know what it is too? It's what's it? Patrick Fugit, the kid who's in the show. He was in Almost Famous. He plays the lead in that show. Oh, yeah, I, don't yeah. think he, I don't think he can carry a show like that. No, maybe not. It was kind of tough. It was like a cool idea. It was a cool premise. Yeah. I would I would leave it at uh, I would leave it at a cool premise. Uh hashtag dork score before we get to spoilers. Five and a half. Yeah, I so I love it, but hear me out. I'm gonna go five. I'm gonna go rock hard five to the point where like if there are other shows that are a five, this would probably beat those shows, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I said it is I thought the first episode and the last episode were awesome. By like, far the I, best. I love those two. By the way, both written by Robert Kirkman. None of the other episodes were written by him. Obviously inspired by his books, but he wrote the first and last one. I thought there was enough lull in the middle to sort of knock it down. I, But again, I loved it. I, I've given it a five. I'm kind of saving some of the sixes for what could be like a perfect show this year. I and that's f- honestly what knocked it down. I think the episode, so if it was eight episodes, I think episodes like, I think it was like f- four, five, and six. Like it was yeah. the one where they like went to college and then the one where they went to Mars. Yeah. Like there's those, those episodes kind of like, meh, you know what I mean? Like I, I, not enough in yeah, those that's episodes. I, and they also released the first three episodes at once. And then it was weekly. Yeah, which what, what is that? What WandaVision did or no? Who did that? Yes, WandaVision did that. Always does that or whatever. Other shows do that too. So, um, all right. Anything else? Non-spoiler? No. No. It's uh, it's a great show. Please watch it. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! So the moment for me, and I would say the moment for most people that you realize you are in for some stuff was when Omni-Man, who at this point you don't know, you, you assume Omni-Man's a good guy, and yes. you were wrong, because Omni-Man destroys the Guardians of the Globe, which, cool little tip of the cap, 
every member of the Guardians of the Globe, which was War Woman, Green Ghost, Martian Man, Red Rush, Darkwing, the Immortal, and Aquarius, all voiced Aquarius, by that was the all, other, yeah. all voiced by Walking Dead actors. Who and Omni in the show. Yeah. And Omni Man all like just destroyed them in like each way, each death more violent than the last. And you're like, when this he picked when he picked Darkwing up by the feet and swung him like a hammer and like just and the blood went like out. It wasn't like a pot, it went like it was like a, like a shotgun of blood. I was like I think I said out loud like holy shit. Is this is this too much to say that and I think you were kind of hitting on it a little bit in non-spoiler, but this show does the best job involving a character that would have Superman like powers. Yeah, because like, I, I feel like Superman, even when you see him, and I, I don't care, like, good or bad, you don't really see the full display or, like, what he's capable of. And the fact that, like, Superman and Batman got into, like, an actual fight or, like, things like that, whereas, like, Omni-Man, just people that aren't him, he just destroys them. So grabs their face and squeezes their face shut, like, or, like, and, explodes their head. And I think, I mean, this is what, you know, I have um, one of the biggest problems I had like with the Avengers video game. Why on earth does it take more than one punch for the Hulk to just absolutely send a normal human being flying? Yeah. Like a little guy running at you with a taser. Like, You're the Hulk. And this is, and this is why yeah. you can't get a good Superman video game. Cause it would be too easy. Yes, it would. Yeah. Like, you know, I, and I think it has to be like on a larger scale. Like they bring out that monster at the end that he has to, what do they call it? Like hail Mary, the hail Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that thing um, was pretty cool. That thing was cool. But when you think of super, this is what the closest I think Superman would be to, because at what point do you just stop caring? At what point are you just like, this doesn't fucking matter? Yeah. And I also, I love the switch. And, and he even explains like how he ages, like in the finale. And yeah. he's like telling like his wife, he's like, yeah, I was here for like 17 years. Or like, that's literally nothing. Like, that's nothing. And like, he's like, you don't love mom. He's like, yeah, I love her like a pet. That was, that was some cold. Oh, and they were just like, shit. oh, and like the way. And again, oh, I can't say true. enough about JK Simmons because there are times where he's legitimately funny where he's um, there's like those heartwarming moments with like him and his son. He's like clearly <laughs> proud of his son. Yeah, and then there's that where he's just like stone cold. He is so cold. That line, and then also the great Stephen Young does a great job as the as Invincible, and and when he's like, you know, because like they age so differently, and he's like, so like in like 200 years or whatever, like what would you have? Like who, who would be left? And he's like, you, like you'd be left. And that fucked him up, I think, because that even though he beat the piss out of him at the, oh. in, the in the finale. He took off and, and we'll get to the finale and like what, what sort of that means. But I also thought what was cool is you, you weren't sure. So you knew Omni-Man was bad, but you didn't really know. And because he was still a good dad, he was still a good husband. Didn't part of you say, no, oh, maybe something was up with the guardians of the globe or like maybe he knew something we didn't like there was, there was still, it was still open-ended enough as the season went on that you're like, all right, I'm 99% sure he's bad because he's fucking like, he's not just killing people. He's, he's destroying them and obliterating them. But I'm like, I kind of want to hear him out. I kind of want to know what's up. Yeah. And I, I love that. They let that hang all season. And by the way, a, a character that we didn't talk about yet. Um, Damien Darkblood 
favorite was like character. the Hellboy. It was like my one of my favorite characters. In I movie. loved him. And so again, I don't. I'm not super familiar with Invincible. And I re- what I've read it was was a while ago. I think. And again, people maybe in the chat are more familiar with it, Davey. I believe there's a Spawn-like character at some point, which will be right up your alley. I'm pretty sure there is. So there's definitely a lot of characters. That, and I hope we get more Damien Darkblood, though. I was a huge fan of him. And yeah, he looks just like Hellboy. But the way he was investigating... With like, were, with like a private investigator outfit on. Yeah. But he would like pop, it would get really cold. And then he'd mm-hmm. like pop up and then it'd be gone. And like so Omni-Man always knew he was around because it was fucking freezing in his house. But he was the one that was like, he knew something was up and he's just like trying to do good so he can get out of hell. Like I, that, that was good. No, but the other thing I really liked about the Omni-Man thing, which was like a little bit of a twist. And again, maybe, maybe you saw it coming, but you heard that, oh, like he was from this planet, not Krypton, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And he comes to earth because everybody, everybody had one. And some part of me, my thinking was, all right, he just snapped then. Like he he left from Krypton and went to Earth. But then, like, no, no, no. In reality, they this sent them all over this. this was a fucking plan, and they're gonna take all these planets and merge them into this thing. Like that was pretty cool. And I love the bit too where uh Seth Rogan, I forget the name of the character he plays, Alan the alien. He plays Alan the Alien. Yeah. Alan the Alien is like, I had no idea that um if I knew Omni Man was there, I wouldn't have come anywhere near this planet. Because they're like the I forget what they I wanted to say like Remulac, but I forget that's a different show. No, I um, yeah. But he's like, if I knew he was there, I wouldn't have come anywhere near this planet. Yeah, I like that. I like that one a lot. They, like no one in the universe like fucks with those guys. No, like they're just like yeah, and that's what it should be. Like that's what Superman should be. Is like everybody's just terrible, and that's why again, going back to the Snyder cut, which I liked when Superman fi- when they finally got Superman. And he fought um, Steppenwolf. He beat the balls off him in like five seconds. It wasn't even a fight. No. You're like, okay, that's what it would be. Yeah. And then I keep going back to that like Pete Holmes college humor thing where they're like, he's telling Batman they need to team up. And he's like, why? You got, I think you got it. (laughs) No, you don't need me. I think, I think you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Omni Man, though, Omni Man's just so good. And I'm, I'm fascinated to see what, uh, what else happens with that so the guardians of the globe are gone they get smashed they bring in the new guardians which basically they promoted most of them from what their version of teen titans was right and so adam eve adam eve's a good character i like her i'm not really sure what she does though i it's mean like she everything it's like all kinds of like she must just be able like to with look. matter like she can just like oh. change matter like matter. that's what she does yeah i guess uh rexplode voiced by jason manzoukas he is just like the best douchebag. Awesome. He has like the best douchebag voice. Yeah, I, I was gonna say between this and uh what's the fucking show on a uh, big mouth? Perfect. Big mouth, and then yeah. on, on Parks and Rec, he plays like this uh perfume guy who's oh, yeah. like a complete jackass, and, and then on the league, he's just no, the, it's the same character. Well, I was saying like but like voiceover stuff. Oh yeah, like, yeah. So good. So then uh he cheats on Adam Eve with duplicate, which is kind of funny. Which is and also if you're gonna cheat on anybody with anybody, it's gonna be duplicate. I would imagine it'd be duplicate. Yeah. Yeah. Not Monster Girl. No. No. Or shrinking ray. Uh they also have Black Samson in there, who was in the original and then he was out and now he's back in. Uh so what do you make of the robot character? 
kind of not kind of very weird very weird that he's like fixated on monster girl who every time she turns into the hulk gets younger yeah and he becomes like fascinated with her that's that's gonna get creepier before it gets better and then i like the reveal of like who robot really was Mm. like he was like this like like it almost reminded me quato from (laughs) total recall or like krang from uh like ninja turtles but like so he had this functioning like robot but that was just like him like he like built that thing and then now, now he's like that boy, and they're all just like they're like so fucking confused when he shows up. I love how he modeled his looks after Rex. Yeah, and like he, no <laughs> one, everyone's fascinated by the fact that he got out of the robot and into another body, and <laughs> Rex is pissed because he looks like him. Right, that's awesome. So good. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Oh, going back to uh, Omni Man and uh, Invincible's family, uh, Debbie, uh, the mom. Um, I thought her best stuff was when she was talking with Cecil, who was like in charge of the global defense agency. And it was like, clearly they knew each other from before, but like their relationship wasn't great. But now they're like clearly going through this shit together. But I thought that, I thought that was probably the best stuff with her. And what do you do? I mean, it's such a weird thing. Like, what if your husband who Mm -hmm. is Superman is going to literally destroy the world. Yeah. And the only one who can stop it or has a chance at stopping him probably will die is yeah. your son. Yeah. I don't love his chances right now. Cause he just found his power. It's like a, a couple weeks ago. And this guy's been doing this for hundreds of years. And not only that, um, yeah. for a guy named invincible, he certainly gets the piss beat out of him a yeah. lot. Doesn't die though. Doesn't die. Maybe he didn't say he is quite invincible, it seems. Right. What do you think of the uh the costumes? Um, I like that there's the suit maker. Uh, some people's cool costumes part. are better than others. I think Omni Man's costume's awesome. I yeah. like Invincibles. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I like Omni Man's. I like um, Immortals uh, is cool. He's got like that Wolverine thing going, like the yeah. um what I'm going of, through the thing right now. What do you think of the Mahler twins? I'm I like, like the Mahler twins. You do? I, I thought, thought it was I thought them talking about who the clone was. That's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty funny. Um, yeah. And I like you see them and you think that they're just like big hulking morons, but they're actually really smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are. They're geniuses. Yeah. Yeah. Like they had, to, they had to use those guys. I also like the one set of villains from early in the season that they come from a planet that the time is different. So like they came here and they were like dominant, but then they aged super old, but then they left and they came back and it was like, but that then was you, was like, they, they just took like seven years to figure out how to beat us or whatever. It's kind of funny. And then you see them at the end when they're talking about the, all the planets they took over and the reason they showed up at earth to, um, to go at earth. It was like a new Omni man was there. Cause he, fucked up their planet yeah pretty cool. and now that all makes sense like why did these random aliens just show up you know oh yeah he went and uh and, and it was there for like a long time but it wasn't a long time and he beat the shit out of them yeah you're right so they, they really kind of laid ground for what's going on with yeah. omni so at the end of this whole thing omni man leaves 
after beating the shit out of Invincible, but he he leaves, and they're just like that doesn't happen. And so like there's that really important conversation with Invincible and Alan the alien, and he's just like, so he just like left. He's like, no, those guys don't, they don't just bail. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's That's pissing not, me off. I don't know what planet. I forget the name of the planet. If someone in the chat can note what planet they're from, because they what planet? Who's from? Omni Man. Um, yeah, I, it's really driving me nuts. Like I can't think of the name of the planet, and I don't um, want to use my clicky clack keyboard Viltrumite. to look it up. V- Viltrum. Viltrum. So they're Viltrumites. Yeah. yeah, Viltrumites. So the Viltrumites are coming back. Yeah, and, that's, and there's going to be more than one of them. <laughs> Yeah, because it's going to be bad. And I don't think they're really prepared. And that was like one of the things like maybe the new Guardians of the Globe are starting to work together a little bit, but they did not work together for shit before. You know, that was not their strength. Um, But there's like sort of like a, a group that Alan the Alien sort of is a part of, and they need to figure that out. They they might want to join up with them to have any kind of a chance. Yeah, right. Uh, one thing with his girlfriend, Amber, who I did like in the show, but then she didn't cut him any slack when he was like, I'm a superhero. Well, I like that. She's like, I'm not stupid. Like, I did obviously like you're a superhero. Yeah. Cause I do like I'm glad they didn't put that on for too long. Cause that's such a trope in so many shows where whether it's a superhero or just like a different kind of thing, and they don't they don't like, well, I can't tell her. And you're like, Well, how long can this really go? How the long funny can- the funny thing was is his friend, um William. William, it was funny because he was like, obviously Omni Man doesn't wear a mask. And he's like, yeah, Omni-Man's my dad. And he's like, oh, I wonder why I didn't ever put that together. Like, it was so stupid because he doesn't wear All you have to do is look at Omni-Man and look at his father. You know his father. You're lifelong friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, how stupid are you? You know? Yeah. But um, there's like, there's a lot of superheroes. They're not all very good, but there's like a whole bunch of them. Yeah, but Omni, oh. Omni-Man. Like, look at him, you know? Also, what do you think is going on with... Is there going to be more to the story with... Uh, is it Titan? Who's like kind of like their version of Kingpin? Because that was an interesting storyline where he was like, wanted Invincible's help. And you're like, all right, so is he a good guy? And then he like kind of takes over. And you're like, all right, now I really don't, I don't know what to expect. And then he, uh, who's, yeah. And he's kind of like Luke, is it the guy with the stone skin? He's kind of like Luke, Luke Cage is said to have like. I was going to say, it started out. Yeah, you're right. It started out as Luke Cage. And this was uh, Mahershala Ali did the voice. And so it started out very Luke Cage-like. But then it kind of morphed into like Kingpin by the yeah. end. Of it. I'm like, hmm, interesting. But it is nice that it's like the, that kind of criminal element. You know, I like that too because it's also like the ground level and it's not all going to be like outer space stuff. Right. Like they're going to be able to combine a little bit of both. And I'm sure they'll add a lot more characters. And more Battle Beast, that cat guy who just beat the shit out of everybody. Where <laughs> did he come from? Huh? It's, it's a good universe they're building though. Yeah. Or obviously has already built in the comics, but for the show, just like learning a lot of these characters is uh, is pretty sweet. Uh, what are you excited for in season two? More Viltrumites. Yeah. And more Battle Beast. Now, we haven't learned of any like kryptonite for these Viltrumites. Well, maybe that maybe that's it. I mean, maybe there's something that they can find. I mean, and it has to be from um, Walton Goggins' character. Uh, oh, yeah, Cecil Stedman. Cecil. It has to come from him. Yeah. Because remember, they... they there's that light that they use that you can't see. And they're like, you wouldn't, you'd be surprised at how much we use this. <laughs> like how much, because it worked on it. it and it, you got to figure it worked on 
um, invincible. It worked on him. Right. You get a figure, it works on other Viltrumites too. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm interested to see. How like they... yeah. Let us know what you guys thought of uh, season one of Invincible at Dork Podcast on Twitter or Dork Podcast at gmail.com to email us. Anything else on uh, this season, which was one of the best seasons of TV we've gotten so far this year? That was great. Uh, Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also defend the goal? I will defer to you. All right, I will receive, and I think I. Oh fuck, god damn it! Will you? Uh, you? Oh, you know what? This is really a god damn disaster. So did I say this one last week? The A uh, and E is doing biographies, an eight part biography. I might have fucking said this last week. But wrestlers? Yeah, yeah, you did. I did. Yeah, and I said I wasn't going to watch the Benoit one. I'll watch them all, but I won't watch. There the Benoit. isn't a Benoit one, I don't think. I think there is. The Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, separate that's vice. That's vice. So A and E is doing eight parts, and they're two hours. And they're every Sunday. So it was Stone Cold Steve Austin, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and then the one I just DVR'd is uh, Ro- Macho Man Randy Savage. They are also going to do in some order: Booker T, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Ultimate Warrior, Mick Foley, which I know you want to watch that one. Mm-hmm. And that might be the group. I was thinking. We could even do an episode at some point of just like our favorite wrestling moments. Cause there was a time where there was nothing better than wrestling. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm my in high school, I would say the yeah. late nineties, early two thousands. What do they call it? The, like the, not the attitude, attitude era, the attitude era. Yeah. The attitude era was the man. Like yeah. that was must. If you're a teenager, like that was a must, must watch. And then you would parlay it right into, uh, uh, Telemundo, Wooster Boston, to watch ECW on like Saturday nights. You can watch Wooster's that. Yeah, awesome. I just remember flipping back and forth between Nitro and Raw was the mm-hmm. great. Like last channel button was the greatest thing in the world for like three years in a row. Yeah, because one would go to commercial and you just bop over to the other one and see what's going on and right back. <laughs> oh my god, it was the. You best. Remember my dad? My dad worked for the WWF. I know. At the time, uh, he did interactive software for them, and we would get because he did interactive software and he made. What was called the Encyc Rawpedia, which was like a CD-ROM yes. thing of like the Raw of the year. Fantastic. He would get so Monday Night Raw would happen on Wednesday. He would get the tape, like the master tape of, and he would just like when he was done right. with it, he would give it to us. He had we had every pay per view from like for like four years. It's crazy. That was awesome, and that was that was the highlight of it. So we could do because these documentaries are decent so far. Like they're not like I feel like there's probably a little bit more like dirt to unpack, but they're not yeah. doing that. But anyway, I'm, I I like all that old shit, so that's pretty good. Oh, by the way, I think there's a Son of Sam type documentary coming out this week, so I haven't seen it yet. I think it's coming out on the fifth on Netflix. I'll watch that. Serial killer stuff. And Ryan, this is sort of shit news, but I started playing Days Gone. Yeah, and I was liking it. I went. I played for I don't even know an hour, hour and a half, somewhere like that. And then I assumed that it auto saved. Then I also manually saved it. Then I went to play it today, and I was like, it picked up like way further back than I was. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to. So play I it. wonder if it if you go into like load if it does the auto. So did it go into a like the auto save first? Because if you load your 
I'm yeah, I just think of it as like continue, the last and then I thought I went to the load game, and I'm like, I beat this part and like two other parts. So I'm oh, like, you gotta, but you gotta get to the part where you hit like the actual swarms, where there's like thousands of zombies. Oh, okay, cool. All right, yeah, I'm definitely. And then you're like, oh shit, and you can't get back to your bike. It's like on the other side of the thing, and you're like, oh, you have to. I found myself That's like strategically cool. parking the motorcycle like around, so oh, I knew where it was. Yeah, no, I like the concept. Obviously, I like the game, but yeah, yeah. it's basically you're Daryl. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was crossbow killing some guys, so that yeah. was good. All right, what do you um, got? So I have if for you music fans out there and you fans of documentaries and music, which I am. Um, if you're like me and you grew up listening to Irish music, which I did, um, there is a Hulu documentary. It came out last year. It's produced by Johnny Depp. Um, it's called Crock of Gold, and it's a uh, a documentary about Shane McGowan, the lead singer of the Pogues. And this guy, mm. zero idea how he's still alive. Like, it's it's incredible, just this like, guy's story. And he's just life. hard yeah. fucking living, yeah. man. He's like 65 years old, and they interview his dad, and he looks older than his dad. Oh, my God. It's bad. Like, that's, it's that's, really bad. But yeah. um, if you guys like, I mean, I grew up listening to that music. If you guys like the Pogues and Irish music and all that stuff, check out Crock of Gold on Hulu. <laughs> uh, next week, Ryan, do you want to do Mortal Kombat? Let's do like a grab bag. Let's do like a like mini du jours. Let's do like a little, what do we, what can we call that? Like an appetizer plate instead of doing like a, you know what I mean? A sampler, uh, dork sampler. Oh, so mm, we could just call it movies. No, what I'm saying is like we do Mortal Kombat. All right. We'll do a show. We'll sure. do you know what I mean? So we'll just like little mini dishes, like a poo-poo platter. Ah, Joshua. Yeah, he said yeah. that. A poo-poo platter. For a poo-poo for two. A poo-poo for two. We'll do a poo-poo for two. A little bit we'll do a little bit of everything next week. We'll talk about Mortal Kombat for 20 minutes and we'll talk about something else. I always think of these podcasts based on what I'm gonna title them. Poo-poo for two is <laughs> Is is pretty good. It is, but will people click on that? Because the diehards are going to click on everything. The diehards, we love you guys. You're gonna you're gonna click on all of it. You're gonna mm -hmm. listen to all of it, and thank you so much for that. But you gotta. How do you attract others? I don't. Will they see Mortal Kombat and say, "Yeah, I'll listen to that," or do they see? What if we call it a smorgasbord? No, I don't want to call it that. That's pretty good. Do you want to do an episode an in all you can eat dork buffet? You want me to, that's kind of long to call it that. Call it, the title is All You Can Eat Dork Buffet. Yeah. All right. Hey, look, I'm just I'm the idea man. You're the numbers guy. Do you want to do Army of the Dead in three weeks? Yes. All right. Then we're gonna do Mayor of East Town. Mm -hmm. And do you want to do the Conjuring? The Devil Made Me Do It. We're gonna Jeep. have to, right? I think we've done. Have we done Conjuring movies in the past? I don't know. Give that give that a bing. Yeah. Uh, so I know we, oh, we have to do the Sam Squamp show. The who? The Sasquatch show. Oh, you want to do Sasquatch? So let's do Mortal Kombat, Sasquatch, and something else. Did you watch Sasquatch? I will. <laughs> it's three episodes, right? I can do it by next week. Oh, yeah, you definitely can. Yeah, I got that. All right, so maybe maybe we'll do that, actually. And maybe um, I'll probably still title it Mortal Kombat, but we can talk about Mortal work. I don't think I'm going to write smorgasbord on the thing. I think smorgasbord or poo-poo for two. Poo-poo for two? Cubed poo-poo for two, as Joshua Clark says. 
fucking a or for cube i just i i'm so worried about the uh the clicks i get it i get uh, it you got a business to run here you know i just it's something simple and you just boom you click on that if it gets too wordy it's just kind of like people don't know what it is but yeah, because I was going to say Mortal Kombat, Without Remorse, The Mitchells versus The Machines, Stowaway, Tenant, Sam Squamch, Sasquatch, Sam Squamch. I also, I wrote down a list of ideas for upcoming episodes. I wrote down, uh, do you want to hear what the list is? Yeah. Sasquatch. The Walking Sasquatch. Sasquatch. <laughs> uh, I wrote Serial Killers. <laughs> where we just discuss all the serial killers. All right. Oh, so by the way, there's a um Eric Powell who does the Goon comic. Yeah. Um just came out with a graphic novel. It's it's for pre-order now, but it's called uh Did you hear what Eddie Gein did? Oh, that's probably nuts. And it's like him Ed Gein. I heard what he did. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, I heard too, but it's like the it's a graphic novel about that whole thing. So but told by like members of his family and like people in the town. So I'm a little worried now that the beginning of this episode didn't uh, record properly. If they came in in lasagna, all they missed was that I had a case of the Mondays. And then you asked me if I had lasagna. Uh, I know, but that set up the joke perfectly. In fact, <laughs> the lasagna bit only is only a winner. The lasagna bit doesn't work if you don't say, you know, he doesn't like Mondays. So if the beginning, if you made it this far and the beginning sounded, I'm not going to go back and do anything to no, it. It doesn't the beginning matter. sounded yeah. shitty. Just know that Davey started by saying he's got a case of the Mondays, which I smartly followed up with a lasagna gag yeah and then uh we said normal's the worst which we both could agree Normal on. is the worst and <laughs> i currently own who's the jim davis's house i currently have jim davis's house and all of his furniture all garfield <laughs> oh, God. pretty sweet huh it's such pretty a part of us <laughs> i know that i'm not stupid i'm smarter than you all right, you can, uh, of course, subscribe and uh, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, just about everywhere else you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Dork Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can watch these bad boys on Monday nights, uh, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. You can also email us your should I have bought this entries to dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Follow Davey on Twitch, twitch.tv slash rvond. And there's also a Facebook uh, sh group, the hashtag Dork Shared Gooniverse. You almost said smorgasbord. It's a smorgasbord. It's a poop. You almost said it. It's a poop -poo for two over there on Facebook. <laughs> Mac and Goo, Change My Mind podcast, TLDR, the Pop Culture Pile Driver podcast, uh, Shime, Dr. Joe, Davey, all on Twitch. So, uh, Ryan, that'll do it for us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And uh, what do they say about wombats? They, poops in, they poop in squares and cubes. Mm. Couldn't find the button. Just go with the ham horn. I got nothing. <laughs> I don't. I was looking for a certain thing. We'll play off of this one. McGruber, he has a drink or two each night, but it doesn't affect his job. McGruber, that guy's a social drinker. McGruber.